0: This is the Horse Radio Network.
1: This is episode 580 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by EquestrianCollections.com. Visit them today for a world of choices in equestrian shopping. Hi, Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is from Randy Thompson. Randy is internationally recognized for her award-winning How to Market Your Horse Business and Horse and Rider Awareness educational programs. Randy has been in the horse industry for 35 years and has been coaching professionals for 15 years in horse and rider training, business, and marketing. Today's tip is about being a bobblehead. But first, a word from today's sponsor, Equestrian Collections. EquestrianCollections.com has everything for the horse lover, from A to Z, Ariat footwear to Zoc socks, Amigo blankets to Zilco strap goods. They carry an astounding array of name brand products, and they offer unlimited flat fee shipping options if you're the indecisive type. Stop by EquestrianCollections.com for a world of choices delivered right to your door now enjoy today's tip welcome back randy thompson horse and rider awareness educator extraordinaire in what way are you going to torture my balancing mechanisms and (laughs) musculature today
0: well, today I think I might even tease your brain a little bit because oh, I know. Because what we're going to talk about again is we're going to go a little bit deeper into the rising trot, posting trot, whichever one people are using. But we're going to talk a little bit more about how you can actually change your rising trot by looking in a mirror to see what's actually happening. And of course, the way that we're going to do it is going to be totally unexpected. Should I tell them what we're going to be looking at, Jennifer? Go for it. All right. Be prepared, folks. It's going to be, be shocking. Prepared. It's shocking. The easiest way to see if a rider is using their position effectively in the rising or posting trot is their heads, which are protected by helmets, remain level. If your riders are you find that when you if you look in the mirror or if you see yourself on film and your helmet's going up and down, then you know that you are not. Properly posting the way that you can to be more effective on your horse. Hmm. Knowing if you are posting or rising the trot in balance is so important. You know, we like to look good when we're riding, and we look better when our riding position is in, is in balance. As an additional benefit, our horses will also become more comfortable, comfortable to ride and easier to influence. In my years of teaching, both professional and pleasure riders, I have noticed a common problem area for many. It will seem very simple to you, and that is that most riders do not keep their heads balanced over their seat, Ah. especially in the rising or posting trot movements. So we
1: all look like bobbleheads. Is that what you're saying? Bobbleheads. That's right.
0: (laughs) And you've seen it. You know, sometimes people just lead with their chin and they bring it way forward. Yeah. You know, and that's when they're on their toes. and Because, you know, the thing about, like, Jennifer, you and I have been in the business a long time. If there was anything that could be done wrong with a riding position, we've done it. I've tried them. All of them. We've done all of them. So because of that, we're able to show other
1: people more effective ways to be able to learn it themselves. Yeah. This is going to be a fun one for me because I am a bobblehead rider. Oh, you're a bobblehead. I have well, always been a bobblehead rider. And I struggle with it to this day. Wow. Well, now you know what it is. Absolutely. Your, you're not. And I, you're not, as you're I, not, now you're, that I'm a person of a certain age. Yes. I notice it quicker because my neck hurts. <laughs> yeah. It's true. You know, as we get it older, comes from it, years yeah. of riding with my head in the wrong place. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's true. You know, something. Speaking of that, just changing where I kept my head affected my lower back. I had years of chronic back problems. And then when I learned to bring my head in the right place the pain went away. <gasps> magic. So I so know. tell us tell us how to achieve this All magic, right. Randy. Okay, where, you know, here's the thing to think about. Where is your head while you're riding a horse, especially at the rising trot? I know it's above your shoulders and your neck. But why why are we talking about your head for the rising trot? The facts are, your head tells us if you're using your riding position correctly for the rising trot. The secret to your success in the riding trot is knowing that your head, which should be protected by a helmet, is supposed to stay level during the movement of the trot. So how can you tell if your head is moving or not? The easiest way to do this is by looking in a mirror as you practice off a horse. Once you are mounted on a horse, have a friend film you rising or posting the trot, and you'll see right away
1: what is happening. And that's easy to do. Everybody's got an iPhone. That's right. Oh, I hadn't even thought about that. You know you I do. Yeah, yeah. You That's... only you only need forty five seconds, two minutes. You don't need a long time. Oh no, not it, at all. It'll it will be really obvious, really quick. It'll yes. And once you see it, you'll want to change it. <laughs> <laughs> There's the motivation, folks. That's the motivation. <laughs> if you look like a bobblehead,
0: you're gonna want to fix it. If you can, but you know, as you know, it's a hard thing to change unless you're aware of ways you can change it. So what are they? Well, let's begin with an awareness exercise that will let you imitate the movement of the rising trot so we can see what your head is really doing when you're posting or rising the trot. You can practice this in your bathroom or anywhere there's a mirror. Once you can see what you are doing with your position and your head, you will be able to feel it when you are riding. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. We're going to have everybody take a moment and get up and stand on the floor. Unless you're driving a car. Unless you're driving a car. That's it. Spread your feet about three feet apart or shoulder width. As you're standing, make sure you can feel that your weight is flat on the bottom of your feet. Now, of course, if you're sitting on a horse, your seat would be lower. So slowly, by bending your knees, sink down so that your weight is about four inches lower than where you were standing. First, we're going to post like most riders do. To do this, simply raise your seat until your legs are almost straight. Then sit down again. Then go up again and down again. And up again and down again. And up and down and up and down. Jennifer, this probably sounds familiar to you. Because <laughs> you know, you know, when we start teaching beginners, we teach them up, down, up, down. Up, down, up, down. Well, up, down, up, down is for beginners and those who are new to the rising trot. Most of the people listening are past that point. While you are merrily bouncing up and down, notice how much your head is going up and down with you. That is what we call the -the jack-in-the-box look. When you see your head going up and down like this, you will know that you are not using your riding position correctly. As a result of this popping up and down, your seat will be insecure. This usually happens to riders who are standing on their toes. Okay, take a break. That's enough. Slowly stand up. All right Now we're going to rise the trot in a way that allows the rider to maintain an elegant look as they influence their horse's movement. Are you ready? All about the elegance. Let's do it. That's ready. Once again, spread your feet apart and lower your seat. This time, instead of rising up and down, you're going to bring your belly button slightly forward, then back. When you look in the mirror or watch yourself on the video, you will see that your head, protected by the helmet, does not bounce up and down anymore when you do this. Bringing your belly forward instead of popping up and down is the secret to your rising trot. Bringing your belly forward is almost like the movement you'll feel if you were swinging. You know how you swing and you bring oh, your well, pelvis going forward? A swing set. Yep, yep, just you know, just the slight movement forward, slight movement back. It's not the up and down. Practice this movement just a few more times so you can feel. Can you feel your your pelvis going forward and back just a little bit? Now, at first, this way of using your riding position will probably feel pretty unnatural. And it probably is, as you've been posting up and down for a long time. Now you can feel the difference. Can you feel it, Jennifer, when you do it? Does Woo! it feel any different? Does it feel any different? <laughs> I'm in the trying way to do it normally? wrong. Uh, it's true. <laughs> you can wow. It's true because all of a sudden you feel when you go up and down, because if your head is bobbing, you're probably going more up and down than forward and back. Mm-hmm. So what you're feeling now is that feeling. And once you become aware of it, when you get back on your horse again, you'll be able to say, oh no, I'm popping up and down, instead of letting your hip go forward and back. When you try this on a horse, each time you rise the trot, you'll find that you're going to be rolling forward slightly on your thighs to bring your belly and pelvis where they need to be. If you're posting correctly, you should feel as if the weight is grounded in your lower legs and the back of your foot each time you rise. Of course, with practice, this will become a natural movement, but at first, it's going to feel a little bit like you can't ride. Now, why is it important for you to rise the trot this way? Well, first of all, your it stays on the horse's hurt. back.
1: <laughs> yep, your it'll neck affect won't your hurt. body That's too. Why.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it does. But you know, we usually think about the horse first. It affects the horse's back, it also makes your hands unsteady. Oh, as yeah. long as you're pouncing yeah. up and down with your head, you will never have a real contact. You know, connection. A rider posting up and down on a horse will also cause the horse to get unsteady in its movement and behavior. Again, with practice, you will have more control of your riding position at the rising trot. Jennifer and I have spent a lot of time learning how to do rising trots. You know, and the goal is. Yep. Your goal is your seat should softly follow the horse's movement. As a result, you'll have a much more secure riding position, and your horse will be easier to influence. You know, the rising trot makes it easier for all of us to ride horses that have a more forward or bigger trot. Now, even if you're teaching English or Western or riding either of them, you will be able to rise the trot like a professional by being aware of what's happening with your head that's protected by your helmet.
1: Now, do, do I have to wear my helmet when I'm practicing in front of the mirror at home? You know, that's a good question. We'll have to call the helmet police and ask them that. Yeah. Okay, listeners, let us know. <laughs> Is the helmet required for home use? <laughs> well, th- once again, thank you very much. And, and again, these are also more things that you can do even if you don't have issues with posting. That's right. It's, it's a handy exercise to keep your balance tweaked. Because you know, if you don't ride for six months or a year or five years, little tiny changes are going to show themselves when you get on the horse. The large muscle groups are going to remember what to do, but the little ones, not so much. That's right. So it's really handy for um, riders who have issues with their position as well as riders who have issues with how how little time they get to spend in the saddle. That's right. So once again, thanks, Randy Thompson, expert and horse rider awareness guru for all the great tips. Thank you so much, Jennifer. We'll see you next time. All right. Bye-bye. As usual, choco block full of really useful information. And it appears that when you are an action superhero, it's good to be a bobblehead. But when you are an equestrian, it is not to listen to all of Randy's tips. Just go to horse tip experts drop down menu on the left. And she's right there. You can also go to her website, horseandriderawareness.com and see what she's up to. Don't forget to support our sponsors here on Horse Tip Daily because they do make these podcasts possible. Today's sponsor has been equestriancollections.com. I surf there regularly because they have so many options. I know sure as shooting that I'm going to find what I need, equestriancollections.com. Please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like us to cover on the show.